You're listening to episode 44 of the Curiosity Club podcast. Welcome to the Curiosity Club podcast, a safe place to get your weekly dose of life lessons, helping you let go of fear, overwhelm and insecurities. I'm your host, Katri Barrett, and with each episode, I share my insights and practical skills for you to unlock your full potential. Live and work confidently. Be courageous. Be curious. Because life's too short to keep holding yourself back. Welcome, Curiosity Clubbers. Have you ever found yourself spending hours, weeks, months even, going back and forth in your head when it comes to making a decision? Be it one in the past or one you're currently faced with. Perhaps you're exhausting yourself with all the, but what if I'd done this differently? Or this hadn't happened? Or if I said that? Or what if this does happen or that doesn't happen? Recently, I've had more and more clients coming to me for one-to-one coaching because they're struggling to make decisions. And this indecisiveness is causing them to feel lost, confused, and as though they're not living life authentically as themselves. Now, this inability to make a decision can also tend to leave them feeling helpless and powerless. Let's face it, not being able to decide on something is probably one of the most frustrating and disempowering things. But most of us will experience it at some point, and some a lot more than others. Often, there's also a lot of anxiety that comes along with the uncertainty of not knowing what is best for you or doing something because you feel like you should. This is what I want to explore with you today. Why you might be struggling with indecisiveness and how you can go about making choices more easily. Indecisiveness hugely impacts so many people's success, career success, relationship success and personal goals because not deciding and not taking action can keep us stuck. But it doesn't have to be this way. How are you when it comes to making decisions? Are you quick and bold in the moment without a second thought or doubt in your mind? Or do you have a tendency to go round in circles not knowing what is best and then wishing you could undo every choice that you've ever made that you now regret? Making decisions is an unavoidable and actually very important part of all of our lives. Each of our days are made up of hundreds of small judgments with the occasional big life changer thrown in there. Whether it's what to wear in the morning, eat for lunch, which email to reply to first, or the larger life choices like who to marry, or what type of surgery we should have. We are making choices constantly. Think back through your day today and notice how often you decided when to do something, not to do something, or how to do something without actually realising that that was what you were doing at the time. For some of us, these decisions come pretty easily. But for others, even the most basic everyday choices can be an agonising process, let alone when it comes to big life decisions that impact our careers and relationships. Indecisiveness doesn't 
just show up before deciding on something as well. Some people will make a decision, perhaps even quite quickly, but then lose their mind berating themselves about making the wrong one and becoming trapped in the past with all the what ifs and wishing that they could undo something. With this in mind, it's not unsurprising that for many people, making decisions comes with a lot of anxiety. I'm sure this doesn't come at as a surprise to any of us, really. After all, choices can be confusing. But the good news is, like most things, it is a skill that you can develop. And first, you've got to hold your hand up to the fact that you do struggle with it. And listening to this episode, you are doing just that, my friend. So good on you already. Perhaps you labelled yourself to be an indecisive person long ago and have since accepted the fact that you will allow others to make the choices for you or just avoid any sort of change altogether. Sure, some of us are probably more, are born more assertive decision makers than others. But more often than not, I think being able to make decisions is actually an indicator that there is more at play indecisiveness is a symptom and if you allow it to be you can use it as a sign that is there is something going on for you beneath the surface that could probably do with you addressing so in order to improve your decision making the first thing you need to do is to acknowledge and admit to yourself why you are struggling with it and it can be due to a variety of things The first being that you're stuck in overthinking mode, stuck in overanalysis, going back and forth with the pros and cons, researching all the possible outcomes, which, to be honest, is a useful and important thing to do, but only to a degree, not when it's keeping us stuck there. There is a point where you need to learn how to come out of your head and tap into your body's innate intuition and start digging beneath the surface of cognitive thoughts to discover your true feelings about a situation. More on that in a little while. But another factor that will keep you stuck is not knowing yourself well enough to be clear about what you want. Or perhaps you've lost sight of the bigger picture and your long-term goals. I always use the example when I'm working with clients on this, and that's like, like, it's as if you're using a GPS or Google Maps. If you want to go to your friend's house who lives in Bristol, unless you enter the specific address, including the postcode, the house number, the street name, you're not going to end up where you want to go. Sure, if you're lucky, you might end up in the west country somewhere or perhaps around bristol if you're lucky like i said but it's not going to be exactly where you want to go and the chances are you will end up getting very lost along the way probably going in circles and it will cause a lot more stress and aggravation and worry and confusion than necessary if you had only been specific and entered that specific address into the GPS in the first place, it would have just taken you straight there. Now, you can't figure out the steps of the journey unless you know the destination. So get clear on what you want. Sometimes this means admitting some difficult truths to ourselves, as what we desire might be very different to our current reality. 
But if you want to be truly satisfied and fulfilled in your relationship, in the job that you have, with your body, with your home, then you need to admit the truth to yourself. Another reason that many people struggle to make decisions is that they have an impulsive character or impulsive character traits. You want it all now. Now, I hold my hands up that this is definitely a category that I fall into and I have to work to keep myself in check within this area. To be honest, I don't think we're to blame. We've grown up with instant gratification at our fingertips. If we're hungry, we just go to a supermarket 24 hours a day or order cuisine from all over the world that just gets delivered to our door. Instant likes and gratification on pictures we share about our lives. Next day deliveries, breaking up with someone and knowing that we have a million other fishes from the sea at our fingertips on dating apps. But the issue with this sort of impulsive character traits is that it can feed procrastination as we tend to struggle with the long term and sort of seeing things through till then. When you're impulsive, you tend to avoid any decisions that might induce kind of feelings of anxiety by going for the easiest option. It also means that you kind of tend to lack that perseverance and perseverance and are easily distracted from that bigger picture of your long-term vision or goals. And it's all kind of in in a hope for a quick fix and an easier option within the moment. There's also people pleasing, which is probably the most common reason that I see causing my clients to be indecisive. People feel torn between choices of where they want to move, making a change in career, or whether to break up with someone because they feel guilty. Guilty that your decision will upset a partner, disappoint a parent, or because you believe money will have been wasted. Think about this. What decision are you currently struggling with and how much is that a battle to do with worrying about what another person will think, feel or how they'll react? Perhaps you've been altering your food choices or what you wear in the hope that someone would like you more. Or is it all just in a desperate bid to simply avoid conflict? That's another really common reason that is ultimately people-pleasing. It's an easy yet dangerous trap to fall into. For many people, they've been making decisions based on others' opinions for so long that over time they've lost the ability to decide for themselves entirely. So ask yourself this. What would you do if no one else was a factor? Insecurity also plays a huge part in indecisiveness, doubting your ability to be able to do what you want to. You might quit your job and retrain, but if you lack the self-belief to trust that you can make a living from being a yoga teacher or from being a coach, then it's going to be hard to make that choice. For some, this low self-esteem shows up as a lack of faith. And perhaps this comes from a track record of many choices going wrong in the past. And this has left you doubting your ability to pick the right path for yourself going forward and in the future. 
And something else that tends to come hand in hand with insecurity is a lack mentality. The belief that good opportunities and the things that you want are scarce. And if you make a wrong decision, you won't have the same opportunity again. Of course, this is going to just induce fear around making choices. It might be that you love your colleagues, but you fear that if you quit your job, you might not find one with as nice people again. Maybe you know deep down that your partner isn't the right person for you, but you're very comfortable and you worry that if you break up, you might not find someone again who loves you this much or treats you this well. If we come from this place of scarcity when it comes to the things we want, you know, that there isn't enough good luck to go around, money to go around, decent partners to go around, this is what can keep us trapped. Imagine how it would transform your decision making if you could come from a place of abundance where you trusted that you can have whatever you desire, that anything is possible. If you trusted others could love you as much, you could have it as easy or as fun. How much easier would it be to trust your gut instinct rather than to ignore it? Next up is a common cause of this indecisiveness, and that is sheer overwhelm of all the options. Too many choices. This is why we struggle with even the most basic question of things like, what do you want for dinner? Uh, I don't know, or what to choose off the menu. It's why some people are more comfortable by limiting their decisions and putting restrictions on, say, their diet or the colours of the clothes they buy so their wardrobe is more streamlined and easier to choose from, or perhaps even the type of person that they date. Having seen it in so many of my clients, my peers and in myself, I think it's something that's particularly prevalent for millennials and younger generations as we've grown up in a society where we have been told and can quite literally have anything we want. The world is our oyster. We can be anyone, do anything we want to, which is obviously amazing. However, the flip side of all these possibilities is that so many options can be paralyzing and leave us unable to know what to do for fear of missing out. I definitely relate to this when when I was a teenager, wanting to do everything and therefore feeling ended up kind of feeling stuck and not doing anything because there was so much I wanted to do and I didn't know where to start. Do we want to be, you know, with the person for this person for the rest of our lives is a common one. If you're in a relationship when we could so easily find someone else or is this the right career for me when I could just retrain? Should I stay when I could go? It's so understandable that we feel this way when there are so many options laid out before us. And of course, I cannot not mention the fear factor of indecisiveness, being afraid of things not going to plan or making the wrong decision is a massive element when it comes to finding yourself being uncertain about a choice. That fear of failure, which I talk about overcoming so often because it's so important to reframe that for yourself. And again, I'm going to come to that in a moment. As you can see, there are many contributing factors that can make you unsure when it comes to decision making. 
maybe you resonated with all of the things I've talked about so far. But as always, I want to ensure that I'm giving you some actionable takeaways that will enable you to start making more confident decisions that ultimately are the right ones for you. My first sort of tip is to remember to use your indecisiveness as a warning sign that something more is going on for you. Either you don't have enough information about, say, that career choice or all the options, so you need to do a little research. Or is it a warning sign that you're not acknowledging all the information you do already have? Maybe you're making excuses for that person or by saying that they'll change maybe one day or that next week work will be better. Confront the evidence you already have in front of you. Or could your struggle be because you're not in touch with your emotions? Label the emotion you feel rather than thinking about it and attaching a story with words around judgments and predictions and fears. What's the underlying emotion? It's easier to move forward with clarity from there. In order to make the best decisions for ourselves, we need to find a balance between intuitive and cognitive exploration. So that sort of thinking and feeling. To really understand yourself so that you can filter out the noise of your fears and other people's opinions and therefore then let your goals and desires drive your decisiveness, you need to find that balance. Your goals come from that kind of cognitive side of you, your thinking brain, and they come from your desires, which are fed by your intuition, the true, authentic you. It's so important to practice listening to your gut, that gut instinct, and tapping into your inner GPS of your intuition when it comes to knowing what you want. If you're not sure what on earth I'm talking about here, and for more... um, On this, listen back to episode 12, where I guide you through understanding what your intuition is and ways that you can start tapping into it and using it for yourself. Next, it's so important to get clear on your goals and write them down so that you can figure out what you need to do and who you need to be in order to get there. Whenever it is that you need to make a choice and perhaps it's not coming easily, you can refer back to your goals and ask yourself, Will this or what will take me closer towards my goal of, say, becoming a director or being more assertive or being you know, the better version of myself? Or will that choice hinder my progress? The next step is to stop beating yourself up for past mistakes. It's imperative that you learn to forgive yourself for your errors and to learn from them. Look back at all the times you feel that you've made the wrong, in inverted commas, big inverted commas I'm doing in the air as I'm saying wrong, (laughs) decision. What did you learn? What not to do? Who not to trust? Or who you can rely on? What your weaknesses are so that you know how to account for this for next time, the next decision you make, so that it won't, whatever it is, won't be your downfall again along with acknowledging what your strengths are so that you can play to them when making a choice. This action plan and strategy will help lessen that fear of failure. Next is to be selective. You can't have your cake and eat it. We can't have it all, although we might think that we want to. We just can't, and that's not how it works. Sometimes we have to close one door, and that's okay. Remember, when you tap into that abundance mindset... You trust that another door will open. 
It's so important not to drive yourself round the twist by wondering what would have happened if you hadn't broken up with so-and-so or if you'd accepted that other job or you hadn't dropped out of university. Today is where you make the difference. So let go of the past and all of those what ifs and come back to being in the moment. It's right here, right now that you take action. Don't fret about the future. Ultimately, your time and focus is limited. We don't want to waste it by trying to have it all at once and ultimately ending up with nothing. Think about what will best serve you in this instance, right here, right now. And lastly, be optimistic about the outcome. Trust that whatever happens, good, bad, or completely average, you will be fine. And you can try again and do better if necessary. Don't see decisions as black and white, right and wrong. They're all just experiences that you can learn and grow from. I want to leave you on the fact that inaction causes us much, much, much more suffering than going wrong ever could. It's so important to keep moving forward by making a choice. After all, that's how we can rule out the things we don't want to do, if nothing else. When we don't make a decision, we stay stuck and stagnant. And remember, balance your thinking with not thinking. And that when, we, when you're kind of stuck thinking in circles, it's usually because you're avoiding something. So dig a little deeper. I hope you found this episode useful. Go forth and happy decision making. If you aren't connected over on Instagram with me yet, come and say hello. You can find me at Katri Barrett and let me know what you enjoyed most about this episode by leaving a rating and review. I really appreciate each and every one as it helps others discover the Curiosity Club podcast. I can't wait to hear about how those decisions go from this point forward and tell me what do you decide to do or not to do? I would love love to hear from you. Why not share this episode with a friend who you know is also struggling with indecisiveness? Until next time, stay curious. Stay curious.